Right then, warlocks and wizards, same again. Uh, hope you're all doing nicely. Um, this is Halloween. Right, so we've got Halloween coming up. All Saints Eve, or All Hallows Eve. Um, it's usually on the eve in Western uh, Christian feast of All Saints Day. It's a time to wrap up warm. They see autumnal bloom go out and scare people. Now, when I was a kid, um, it was just 31st of October. No big deal, just a date on the calendar. Then there seems to have been this insidious creep of it getting bigger and bigger. You know, in all honesty, it's, it's getting like a national holiday. The shops are full of the costumes and decorations from late summer. Thank you, America. Um, we can blame America for a lot of things, but um, it was actually, um, it started off as a tradition um, that was exported to, um, uh, you know, the US. Um, when you know, a lot of English, Irish, Scottish immigration in the 18th century um, went back when they went over to America and took with them the um, traditions of Halloween. Um, so you know whether it's pumpkins or stars and stripes, it's it's not originally an American thing, and we all all like a ghost story. Um, we all like um, to, to feel um, slightly scared from where we are in uh, the safety of our own home in our beds. Could be watching a scary film or listening to um, uh, you know some horror story. Um, but I think it's in human nature. We like to be scared. Um, scared but safe. Um, in, in some parts of the country, in some parts of England, and it's usually in the north, there's a thing called Mischief Night, and that's held on the 30th of October, obviously the night before Halloween. And where it's where it's mischievous night, mischief night, chivas night, miggy night, or tic tac night, um, it's it's so it's usually in the northern areas, um, Yorkshire, that sort of thing. In um, in Liverpool, you know, it, it's where kids, and I see it as a rite of passage, 13-year-olds going on the rampage. Liverpool, it's known as Mizzy Night. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of trouble going on, for sort of like marauding um, teenagers uh, up to no good. Um, as I say, whether it's Mischief Night or Mischievous Night, um, that was um, in in the Crow. Um, there was uh, Eric, um, the, the guy who got killed. He returned uh, from a grave on Devil's Night a year after to exact you know the revenge against the crime lord and all his henchmen. But anyway, um, uh, you know. It's, Halloween is, um, you know, it's associated with pumpkins. Now, to my mind, pumpkins are pretty rubbish. Um, 
it's a type of squash, winter squash. And it's, if I was a pumpkin, I'd be a bit hacked off because, you know, whether it's from a squash family, um, but you know, all other vegetables tend to be carefully prepared, you know, um, they can get presented and care and attention in cooking, served up on a plate, drizzled in lovely sauces, marinated, but not poor old pumpkins. They get gouged out, scraped out, cut in half, have their innards um, scraped out, holes poked through their skin, punctured without any due care and attention. The flesh is discarded, slopped out, thrown about. And I know there's a few brave souls who, you know, make an attempt pumpkin soup, but that's a rarity. Usually they get, pumpkins get carved open, exposed, and then a flame inserted into the core. And it's only for one day. I say one day, it's not, you know, the Halloween goes on forever. It's an event, it's a national holiday. You know, decorations start going up in mid-October, some to last till mid-November, to be instantly replaced by the tats and tinsel of the Christmas decorations. And then we've got trick-or-treating, where little kids wander around the streets in search of food, begging at strangers' houses. Just seems a bit creepy, a bit wrong to my mind. Then you've got the moody goths and chaff pricks, those marauding hordes of teenagers trying to look hard in Freddy Krueger masks. And then the little kids with their mums um, trying to keep them all under control whilst trying to keep the allure of being a sexy witch or um, a hot devil. It's um, very, very odd and bizarre. When I was a kid, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm of a certain age, but Halloween, you know, at that end of October, beginning of November, we'd just be out looking for wood, um, so to speak, um, trying to get things prepared for bonfire night. Bonfire night was a big thing, uh, certainly in England. Um, you know, Halloween was just, you know, something bizarre. So. As I say, we all like a ghost story, and we've got the Marauders here, and we're going to play a song called My Ghost Story.
So, as I say, we've got Halloween, we've got the hearts of darkness. You know, I think we've always liked to be scared. You know, I've just said about ghost stories and the fairy tales and fear and excitement. Um, this is, um, I, I say, it's, it's a natural thing for humans to do. Um, I like horror films but it's got to be believable make it scary but there's got to be some belief in it um not not all these slasher films where it's you know people running around and stabbing people you can go down to any part of any inner city on this friday or saturday night and you can see people stabbing people it, it's um it's sad it's sad about the violent times we live in but um, I remember when The Exorcist first came out and there was an art teacher at our school called Nettie Plowman and he was stood outside the cinema with his placards and other um, members of his church protesting about The Exorcist, about how it will bring about the devil and uh, corrupt you know, the minds of people. I'm not too sure if a film do that. I think there's a certain degree of corruption of the mind um, and I don't think necessarily a film would be um, 
a means of doing it. I think there's a lot more horrors in the world going on at the moment. Um, I remember the omen. Um, that, that scared me. I like the omen. Um, I remember coming home late one night. I was a, I know, probably a teenager. And at the bottom of our road, just turning into it, this dog um, came barking away. And it was a little black devil dog. And it scared the, you know, scared the shit out of me. Um, so uh, they're the scary things. And then we've got this whole zombie thing uh, going on. Um, so zombies, someone who's alive but not dead, can't think uh, at all, and just ex exists on instinct. Um, and they've just got that primary motivation to feed feed on not on pumpkins or anything like that but on humans uh, real humans all old tosh but there are people many people who do exist like that they don't think they just get up wander around eat go home they do it every day every week year in year out they've got no thoughts they just exist and i see these people every day they follow the same path, marching in lines to their jobs, all automated. They never question anything, and they tend to work in finance departments. Now, I'm sure these people are well-meaning and really good guys and girls, but I say... I see them all trooping to work uh, five minutes to nine with their packed lunches and calculators in the top pockets of their jackets. They've got their pencils all freshly sharpened, ready for a hard graft of um, adding and subtracting numbers. And then at five o'clock on the dot, they trudge, get into their cars, get on the buses, wherever, however, means of transportation they uh, use to get home. They go home to read their financial times or whatever they get off on. But meanwhile, um, and obviously I, I work in a hospital. Meanwhile, after they've gone home, the ones who do all the work, the ones at the sharp end um, who are in the business, the real business of what a hospital is about, which is healthcare. And when I say business, it's not business. Healthcare should never be a business. It's about care and compassion. It's a vocation, not a nine-to-five job, but 24-7, 365 days of the year. You can't switch off. Not like those finance people. The real workers, the real ones in healthcare, they're at it constantly. They work through the nights, you know, they miss meals and have to deal with real traumas, not just the photocopiers not working properly or the Excel spreadsheet has crashed. Oh, whoa, oh, woe is me. And he didn't save it. Those finance people just don't get what the function of healthcare and hospitals about. And it's, it's about life and death. And the quality of life, not, it's not about numbers on the balance sheet. 
These finance people are zombies, living dead, and they walk amongst us. This is called Zombie Takeover. Oh, and by the way, a zombie is a cocktail. Um, it's rum, perno, and grenadine, and it's very nice. So, Zombie Takeover. Raise a glass of rum, perno, and grenadine to the heroic unseen. Those that are damned after sundown, a shout out at the ones at the back in the dark. The survivors of a zombie plague, those that remain alive. They've got different values, different virtues, who resurrect from the past. Invoke vocation against infestation. Work through the night to protect and survive from the cradle to the grave. Protect and survive, but the zombies are coming. The zombies are coming. It's a zombie takeover. Fight with a care and passion, with a sense of duty and honour that money cannot provide, whose aim is to add value and make a difference. Contrast to the nine to fivers, staying alive as trudging, shuffling, rucksackers, slackers, the bloated flesh of a bean counters, close encounters of the unkind. Balance sheet, corpse, warriors, brain dead, living dead, unsanitized, lobotomized, willless and speechless, aimless and pointless, automatons clock watching in mechanical apathy. But they're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. The zombies are coming. The zombies are coming. It's a zombie takeover, a zombie apocalypse. So, um, patient care is about treatment, care, diagnosis, getting people better. And just to remember, the first rule of Hippocratic Oath is first do no harm. It's about doctors, nurses, point, porters. It's all about those people in diagnostics not the undead, it's not about the um, finance. Healthcare should never be about finance. So, we say about music and films and what have you, but um, I was there right at the start of the goths music scene, although at the time no one referred to it as that. Um, it all grew out of punk, um, the Damned were the first punk group to release a single, an album to all the US. And Dave Vanian was, uh, was the lead singer, dressed as a vampire and previously worked as a grave digger. So there was that sort of like dark side, that horror side of uh, punk. Um, and I, I don't know, in my mid-teens, when I was like 15, 16, I dressed as a vampire. I was a teenage vampire, and I've got the photographic evidence of that. I used to wander around the town where I grew up, um, dressed in black, white shirt, cape, white face, and quite frequently used to get stopped and searched by the police. Well, it happened twice. But vampires, in my mind, were very sexy. Um, the biting of necks of scantily clad females it was very sexual. Um, don't forget, I was a teenage boy and there was a lot of arousal about that. Sex and fear. And it was an enticing prospect. 
as vampire films, uh, we have Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and Boris Karloff. I say slasher films were never my bag. There's no real suspense, no great mystery. There's no subtlety. Whereas Dracula, he was cool and ooze sexuality. It was all very beguiling. Um, I mentioned the dam, but there's other groups that had that darker side. And they influenced me about how I saw things, how I um, felt about things. As you know, the names gave, you know, gave a game away. Uh, Killing Joke, Theatre of Hate. Um, there were weird groups, Alien Sex Fiend, um, Southern Death Cult, which became Death Cult, and then The Cult. Um, but names, you know, you know, their names uh, said about when they did exactly what it said on the tin. And then there's Susie, the queen of um, goth, and their fourth album um, was called Juju. And that was about, that's probably about the scariest, most Halloween-y Halloween album ever, I think. You know, so it's horror fear, the darkness of the heart, and it oozed that, whole sexuality there's nine songs on there and just the titles uh, you know in in order spellbound into the light arabian nights halloween monitor night shift sin in my heart head cut and voodoo dolly nine songs of darkness it was about ragdoll dancing and the bitter and the sweet the song monitor on there um, Susie sings uh, the words, his face was full of intent and we shook with excitement and then the victim stared up, looked strangely at the screen as if the pain was our fault. But that's entertainment, what we crave for inside. No more second-rate movies from the people outside. I think that that's just summed up that whole attitude of shock and, and horror films. Um, it gives vicarious kicks to people, you know, from the safety of their own homes. Want to get scared? Watch a film whilst outside your own front door. As I say, there's a lot more scarier things going on. The darkest track on that album was the, um, the song Night Shift. And I don't normally read many lyrics, but... Um, I'm just going to read the lyrics from Night Shift. Only at night time I see you. In darkness I feel you. A bride by my side. I'm inside many brides. Sometimes I wonder. What goes on in your mind? Always silent and kind. Unlike the others. Fuck the mothers. Kill the others. Fuck the others kill the mothers. I put it out of my mind because I'm out of my mind with you, in heaven and hell with you. My night shift sisters await your nightly visitor. They don't bother me like they don't bother me. The cold marble slap, slab submits at my feet with a neat dissection, looking so sweet to me. Please come to me. With your cold flesh, my cold love, 
hissing, not kissing. A happy-go-lucky chap, always dressed in black. He'll come to you, he'll come to you. My night shift sisters, with your nightly visitor. A new vocation in life, my love with a knife. Fuck the mothers, kill the others. Fuck the others, kill the mothers. I put it out of my mind, because I'm out of my mind with you. In heaven and hell with you. So that was Susie um, and the lyrics from Night Shift. A very disturbing um, a track. And it, it, so if you're looking at a, a dark, dark um, album to scare you on Halloween, that's the album. Um, again, going back to the gothic scene, um, perhaps the most defining track was um, a song called Bella Lugosi's Dead by, uh, by Bauhaus. It's I don't know, nine minutes long, slice of gothic dub disco. And Bauhaus were from Northampton. I'd met Daniel Ash and Pete Murphy a few times, and I didn't like them. They were too pretentious for my liking, and it was all art school posing and nothing to do with, you know, sort of like my punk rock or the aggressive preferences. Uh, that said, that track, Bella Lugosi's Dead, was brilliant. And to be fair to Bauhaus and uh, Pete Murphy and Daniel Ash, they did do some great performances. And whilst I found them arrogant and overbearing, um, they were, did, did well. And um, if, as say... If you ever want to hear any scary music, listen to Bella Lugosi's Dead or Susie's Juju album um, to get some real Halloween scares. Um, as I say, I only know what I know. and I've never seen a ghost, so no ghosts exist in my mind. That's not to say I have never been scared, um, particularly as a kid, as a young kid. Um, in the middle of the night when you wake up and you hear strange noises or something eerie going on and your mind plays tricks um, that's a, a scary sort of thing and then you've got the, the movement of shadows outside um, the trees uh, rustling in the breeze and you know you think you see uh, shapes in the wardrobe and just hide in the covers and just wait for the morning to um, come round. So as I say, it's fear and being scared is something it's a natural human condition. Um, what we're going to do now is, um, well, gonna, I'm just going to do um, a poem called Oblivion and then the Marauders, we're going to do something very spooky, very um, spectacular for Halloween. So this is um, uh, a song, poem called Oblivion. And me in the midst of gloom, standing in the master room, when conscience falls all about, the saviour fails to scream and shout. Through the nights of bleakest days, armies march to mend our ways. To the truth and more besides, 
Hand in hand the funeral bride couldn't even walk alone amongst the ruins of his home, crawling through the twisted reeds on which the vampires turn to breed. Nighttime calls in through the door from which you always wanted more. Even when the warmth subsides, the pleasant smell of love resides. In through the open window pane, all flow the thoughts of hate's disdain. And in the mistletoe on high, the angel takes their turn to fly. Sweeping on the heaven's flares, touching on the demon's dares. No future here to wear, nowhere, or take their turns to stand and stare. And in the town at night I stalk, dancing shadows halt to walk. All in the churchyard turning blind, admissions made, confession signed, and as the holy bells ring the chimes, we whistle tunes of better times, and as the seconds melt away, a grey light illuminates the day. When sleeping bodies fail to wake, we close our eyes at our mistakes, the words you speak, the lies inside, oblivion from the world outside, don't speak the same, I want it more, can't keep the feeling from the door, don't say the words I want to hear, wrap you in these rags of fear. So we must part and walk alone, and squeeze me down to skin and bone. Now silence at the way we feel, to taste the trophies that are real. No feasting at a taste too much, dreams die here, lying even such. So, as I mentioned earlier, marauders are here. We've got a pentagon or pentacle drawn out on the floor. We've got candles burning, uh, illuminating the darkness. Um, what else? We've got a skull. We've got a skull here. And what we're going to do is a, a song called Dark Magic. And... If it all works nicely, we're going to have um, an incantation to evoke the dead spirits. So in one, uh, if it all works well, in one stereo channel, there'll be an invocation going on. And just as a, a bit of a safety net, we're going to have an exorcism going on in the left hand side. Um, say of a stereo track. So let's dim the lights, and this is called Dark Magic. Enjoy your Halloween, everyone. Take care.